0: Hello and welcome to In The Secret, and I am your hostess, Joni Scott. Yesterday I mentioned that others are having springtime while we here in the Great White North are bundling up, stoking our fires, expecting more snow. But this morning, lo and behold, I heard birds chattering, and right now a morning dove is cooing, which I find interesting because during my prayer time earlier, I was reading Song of Solomon 2.12, where it says flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. The cooing of doves is heard in our land. Wow. I believe that that was from God telling us that seasons change. Your winter may feel longer and harder and colder than others, like we always do here, but spring also, always follow winter. Stay the course. You will emerge again brighter and stronger than ever. All right. On that positive note, let's take a look at our next verse in Psalm 91. And that would be verse 7. It says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. That is a fantastic picture of victory. The world may indeed be going crazy around us, panic and depression, gloom and doom, but God's children get to just sort of watch it. It should not have any effect on the child of God who is nestled safely under the wings of her father. This verse also reminds me of a story in Second Chronicles chapter 20. I encourage you to read it on your own. I'm just going to kind of read some snippets and touch base on it but let me start with reading verse 2 it says some people came and told king jehoshaphat a vast army is coming against you from edom alarmed jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the lord and he proclaimed a fast for all judah the people of judah came together to seek help from the lord indeed they came from every town to seek him So this is our picture in 2 Chronicles 20. There's a national panic. A huge army has come to attack little old Judah, and it is an entirely hopeless situation. And the king knows it because the Bible records his prayer. He says, we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. That's just like we've been discussing in Psalm 91. They do not have an answer. The only answer is to get their eyes on God. So they are simply hiding, albeit en masse, hiding in the secret place. They come together and they wait on God for an answer. And God's faithful to provide one, just as he is today for you and me. Second Chronicles verse, uh, chapter 20, verse 15, The prophet told them, Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, because the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. This is the key. Positioning ourselves, standing still, and letting God fight our battles. Sometimes we see the enemy and sometimes we don't. You can't see a virus. Sometimes we can't figure out a bad relationship or we don't know how we can bring in the money we need. And if we fight it, it's like boxing a shadow. All we're gonna do is use up all our energy and it's still there taunting us. The People of Judah are given an instruction to go up to the battle. And so they did have an assignment that came out of their secret place, but they weren't to fight. They were just to be in position and watch. King Jehoshaphat then appoints singers and these singers praise God singing, praise the Lord, his mercy endures forever. And they marched forward. I'm sure their souls were shaken and maybe their knees too, but they took courage in the words of the prophet and they went on singing, believing, trusting God. Praise the Lord. His mercy endures forever. Verse 22 then says, Now when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the army, and they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude, and there were dead bodies. No one Had escaped. Oh yes, a thousand fell at their side, 10,000 at their right hand, but it did not come near them. As a matter of fact, they left this trial better than they came because they looted the tents and the bodies of all manner of spoil. The Bible tells us it took them three days to gather all the goods. And there was even another bonus. The other kingdoms who heard about this Kind of like seeing on the nightly news, (laughs) we're like, oh no, we will not be fighting them in the near future. So King Jehoshaphat reigned in peace the rest of his days. God is good. Even when we can't see what's happening, even when it doesn't make sense and we have doubts, we can know that God is good. Your welfare is his concern. Mild pastor, used to say when things happen that you don't understand rely on what you do know well we know from God's word that God is good and that God loves us we know that he showed that by giving us his son which makes one other uh, point important we also must ask forgiveness and rely on Jesus' saving grace. Become a child of God. And then the promises in Psalm 91 are for you. Years ago, I was going through a long and tiring patch. My husband and I moved to a small town in the north here, and we wanted to start a church. But instead, at the beginning, we only faced rejection and poverty. That first winter was particularly rough I never knew from day to day if the heat would be on during the frigid winter nights or if there'd be food for my hungry offspring. Our appliances kept breaking. We began to call our basement the appliance graveyard. (laughs) And even the water pipes froze and we had no friends nearby. So we had no one to turn to but God. From day to day, God did provide what was needed, often in a miraculous way. But it was hard, and I was lonely, and I was tired. And I can remember once coming upstairs, and I was lugging a basket full of laundry, just so bone-weary in so many ways. And I leaned my head against the wall, and I said to the Lord, if you don't hate me, why does it feel like you do? I really didn't expect an answer, and yet I heard one of just pierced through that melancholy mind he said because i love you Wow. you know what i still didn't understand why i had to endure the harsh winter in the middle of the woods but yet i did understand i knew god was saying that i was going to get through this season and i was going through it because of his love for me There was something in that season I needed to learn or do before the spring could come. And spring would still be a ways off. There'd be more battles with stubborn appliances and empty cupboards. But God did bring us through in His time. And I collected a lot of spoils. I'm far better and wiser for it. And I can say I have personally known the gracious care of God when there was no visible means of support and I learned to look to him every day during that season I was on my knees Bible in front of me oftentimes in the middle of the night too because I couldn't sleep out of worry and I would not be able to face a day until his word in some way touched my heart as I read the Bible there's a song that says it may look like I'm surrounded but I'm surrounded by you If you're surrounded it could be because god has a victory in store position yourself and that may mean sitting with your bible open and singing praise when you don't feel like it it might mean marching forward when your knees are shaking it certainly does mean relying on the truth that he loves you one other thing the prophet told the people He said, do not fear or be dismayed for the Lord is with you. Don't be afraid. God is good. God is with you. God loves you. I encourage you to read all of 2 Chronicles 20. I only shared tidbits and it's an amazing tale of deliverance. Thank you again to everyone who's listened and who's responded and shared this podcast. I am very thankful for you and your kind words. It means more than I could possibly express. I pray you continue to be blessed as we go through this season together. We'll see you again for Psalm 91 verse 8.